Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Ned. Yes. A little bit of a reality check for me the other day. Um, oh, no. It was a little bit tough. I uh, was driving around with the seven-year-old, um, Carrie's seven-year-old, and he... He was just having a bit of a, a chat to me, and we saw a, a mobile dog wash go past, and he was like, oh, a mobile dog wash. The ones like, that yeah. look like a big dog's head? No, no. It was just a trailer that said mobile dog wash. So, f- first and foremost, con- congratulating the reading, because it was a very good reading. It said mobile dog wash on the side of it, yeah. um, and also just the observantness of the whole thing. It was great. Observantness is not a word, but anyway, the po- the point I'm trying to make yeah, here is- Yeah, I was going to say, God, it's going to be quick. It's going to be a very funny uh, changing crossing over ships in, oh, yeah. the, ships in the night when the seven-year-old realizes that your like praise and accomplishments mean so little because you don't, <laughs> you don't know how to speak. So, when you're like, hey, mate, good reading he's like coming from you okay yeah sweet <laughs> i might as well go in and talk to one of my stuffed animals and be like how do you think i went mr crocodile good good <laughs> that was too much reaction wrong. to you just getting word say, wrong that was a bit I was extreme say, in fairness though you're not wrong the stuffed animals do have more respect going on for them so they, they get mister which is very nice um can I just say that though this whole thing, the dog wash thing was, I, I sort of said to him because he was like, you see dog washes all the time. And I was like, you do. I was like, there must be good money in it. Like, there must be good money in it. Because Every dog needs a wash. Around, which I always thought, it's a bit of a fun thing to say to him because he hasn't thought of it from that angle of like, yeah, the cash, the cash money. Yeah. And what he said to me after that, because it wasn't, it ended up being not a funny comment and something he had thought about and apparently too much because what he said to me after I said there must be good money in it is you should get one. <laughs> He was like, you should get a mobile dog wash. And then he said to me, because you could live in a proper house. <laughs> what? what do you mean? You live with this him. Is, this is all. Now, you could live in a proper house. Was he wa- said, oh, my God. Because <laughs> of my apartment, the next words out of his mouth were, you wouldn't have to live in a hotel anymore. <laughs> He's like, you could have a garden, yeah. you could have a dog. Yeah. You could, he started listing all the things yeah. you could have if you had a house. Yeah. But my favourite line was, you wouldn't have to live in a hotel anymore. This kid, essentially, I think he's subscribing to like the Monopoly way of life. It's like, if you don't own the building, you're just a chump. You're just a part it. of the system. It's like, unless you own the green thing, no, don't come a-knocking. I'm starting to think, like, he lives in a house. So to him, my apartment, the only thing it ever has resembled that he's seen is a hotel room. (laughs) God, he's going to blow his little mind when he goes and stays in an Airbnb. He's like, what do you mean? Hang on, this is a house. Josh, you you should invest in this crap. Like, you're just staying in an apartment. You can get houses as hotels. (laughs) The fact that he thinks my two Betty two bath is a hotel room means that the first time he stays in an Ibis, it's going to blow his mind. (laughs) He's like, wait, this is a hotel room? Where's the rest of it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ned... Obviously, a huge weekend. The Matildas taking out the win against France in what can only be described as the most entertaining, nail-biting possible end to that game that Ooh, could yeah. have happened. Yeah, honestly. Absolutely incredible. I think even if you don't know anything about football at all, you were still like, oh, my God, I know this is tense. Uh, and if you didn't know that, you just had to look around anywhere and see the general vibe of everyone watching the game. 
The thing I really enjoyed about um, Saturday night was for those that didn't understand anything about football became immediately clear because they were the ones going, also, like, only, we only need to kick the next one. Yeah. Whoever kicks the next one. That's yeah. that's insane. That's insane. Like that, funny. that was being said constantly in pubs all around Australia on Saturday. I do love it because there are so many bizarre rules when it comes to football, like uh, offside and yeah. Yeah, penalty shootout. And when it goes to one of those things and the whole world has to pay attention to the odd rules of football. I mean, every sport has odd rules, but when the entire world focuses on your sport, it does kind of get weird when you're like, I know, it's, I don't know, I don't, yeah, I don't know either. It's just, we just need, need to shut get up, a winner. Shut up, yeah, shut yeah, up, yeah, shut I'm up. I'm just explaining it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, um, let's just get through so this. <laughs> we take on England on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Which, Huge. Uh, massive, absolutely massive. That's going to be big. But Smoked we were, them last time. I will say my very basic, very limited knowledge of what it is going into. I know England are a very good team, but I also know that Matilda smoked them not, not like yeah, long ago. Yeah, okay. Well, see, here's the thing for me, right? I know next to nothing about football, and I am very much on the bandwagon of getting a public holiday. I think the performance so far of the Matildas has been incredible. But, yeah, I am... I am encapsulated in it all now. I'm swept up in it. You know, there were 1,700 people in Garima Place on Sunday night. It's very exciting. But you and I had quite the full social calendar on Saturday. Um, We had a couple of things on at the same time. We had uh, the Sydney Hotshots. We'll get into that tomorrow on the show, our performance of uh, our reverse stripping. Uh, We had that first. Mm -hmm. So the game was on at that point. Mm -hmm. And then we had to dart over to Slam Pro Wrestling. They had a huge event with 700 people there. That, That was also on after. And that's when the penalty shootout was happening. We were there for that. Now, there was actually a match on in the ring at the time, and you could hear in the crowd people who were streaming the Matildas game because people would be cheering and nothing was happening worth cheering about in the ring at that exact moment. So it was like cheers. And then everyone would be like, wait, what's going on over there? Why is that happening? And then oh, my God, cheers in the ring, but nothing's happening on the soccer. So the people who are streaming would be getting confused because something interesting just happened in the ring. You know, it would be a backwards and forwards. It was very confusing for, I think, the wrestlers who were like, why are people randomly cheering? But I will say it hyped the crowd up because no one knew what was going on. Everyone was just like, hey, Um, I went to the bar. I went walked to the bar, like to go get a drink on during the, the wrestling. On the way back, yeah, at the wrestling, I went essentially from screen to screen watching the Matildas. Like as yep. as I got up, I would watch a screen until I could no longer see it anymore, and then I would look and I would see another one, and I would just do that. It's essentially like the floor is lava, the daisy chain of screens. Exactly, yep. it was like the floor is lava, but except like not watching the Matildas was lava, and I managed yep. to get from my seat to the bar. At the bar, two dudes were watching it, and they're like, "We just need to nail this one penalty." kick out, uh, shoot out. They did. We all cheered and we were like, hey! and then I went back to my seat and watched it the entire way back as well. It was uh, bizarre. I'm, I'm not sure if the Slam Pro Wrestling people will be happy with me saying this, but I'm going to anyway. Uh, backstage at the wrestling, there was also, because they were streaming for the first time ever on their YouTube channel, Slam Pro Wrestling, you can go check it out. Um, there was one stream going with the stream, the other stream going with the Matildas. Of course. And they I were mean, just yeah. watching between one and the other, one yeah. and the other, one and the other. It was absolutely fantastic. And the stream in the dressing room across from us was a little bit hot behind the one we were listening to. And, and um, one of the wrestlers was like, should we ruin it for the people in the other room if they oh, if they get the goal? So and we were like, 
yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So when they got the goal, we were like, yeah. That's and about early. 15 seconds later, we heard the other room go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely who had which phone company was a big thing of Saturday night. I tell you what, the strangest thing I saw was um, I went to pay dude fully in the urinal next to me because it was like bumper to bumper uh, in the urinal next to me watching the Matildas while paying and offered to yep. show me. And I was like... <laughs> I'm okay. I'm all right. Just never turned that down before. So, yeah, yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, look. The yeah. point here is, is thirteen. A, a welcome experience. 13, but 13, being in 10, the bathroom, 60. literally standing at the urinal, fully willing to drop your yep. phone and then be like, "Well, I can never grab that again." To watch the Matildas, that probably for me was the most impressive. I'm gonna watch this game. Thirteen ten sixty is the number to call right now. I would like to hear from anybody out there who watched the Matildas in the weirdest place. Yeah. Where was the strangest place? Were you at a wedding? Were you at something? Because this is the thing. People plan things not knowing this was going to be a part of this particular Saturday night. And it went so way what, longer than it was meant to as well. Exactly right. So what were you doing? Where were you? What event had you already committed to and you were just trying to sneak a screen? Yeah. A sneak a screen on the sly and watch the Matildas. Let us know. 13, 10, 60. Where were you while you were watching the Matildas? Exactly right. A uh, guy was uh, at the wrestling, so at the Slam Pro Wrestling over the weekend. Uh, um, was mm-hmm. going to the bathroom at the Slam Pro Wrestling, so already should have his mind on something else, and offered at the urinal to me. He was like, do you want to watch this game? And I was like, kind yeah. of, but not, no, dude. <laughs> it's I people helping decorum. people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty is the number to call. We've got Rhiannon on the line from Nutterwall. How are you this morning, Rhiannon? Good. How are you going? Very well, yeah, good, thank, thank you. you. Rhiannon, now where were you watching the Matildas win? Uh, so my girlfriend and I were actually at the Hot Shots show in one of the front tables yeah. watching oh, yeah. <laughs> so weren't yeah. weren't entertained by what you were watching there Rhiannon what the what's the deal <laughs> We just, they were a bit young, maybe? Yeah, really, <laughs> were they? Yeah. I'm guessing you're referring to yeah, us, Rhiannon, which, look, we're getting a question. Did you, what did you think of the pre-show entertainment? The pre-show entertainment was great. It was really okay. good. <laughs> were you one of the people laughing or one of the people cheering? Because that, there was... Uh, we were cheering. Okay. Okay. There's no way I wasn't sure which that. one I preferred yes. less. But yeah. anyway, that's There fine. was certainly two camps. It was, woo, and get the hell out of here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll never be able to check Rhiannon. That'll be a secret Rhiannon, for just you. <laughs> obviously, there were a lot of people cheering in general at that show, but w- was there a noticeable cheer when the Matildas got the goal? Did, did you notice there were a lot of people yeah. listening? Yes. Yeah. yeah, there we I go. I think there were. I think there were quite a few of us, to be honest. That's very, very brilliant, funny. Brilliant. Honestly, what a night for the rest of the night. What a way, what to, a ce- what a, what yeah. a way to celebrate the win. Just continue <laughs> to watch the hot shots. <laughs> Alex is on the line from Nunnawall. How are you, Alex? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, Alex, good, thank you. Where did you end up watching the Matildas? So I was in Brisbane at the Luke Combs concert. Um, streaming it. <laughs> <laughs> was anyone else doing it or was everyone else like very much invested in Luke Combs? Well, it was during the support act and I think half, half of us <sighs> were, to be honest, because when the point came on, you heard it half like the arena just go, yeah, and then the support act. Cody Johnson was like, what is going on? So, God, this, yeah, poor got this poor guy. This poor guy's like, God, really You know what really I think the funniest thing for me about the support act is they've gone off stage and gone, that was the best response yeah. we've ever had. And if somebody had to be like, um, I've got some bad news take, for you. Yeah, take a seat, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ned. Yes. 
Big news over the weekend. Uh, Jared Croker has announced that this will be his final season for the Canberra Raiders, and that is a huge deal. Played over 300 games, yeah, 15 wow. seasons. He is a bit of a legend. Uh, Jack Whiten referred to him as uh, basically the prototype of like a Canberra Raider. When you think about a Canberra Raider, it's Jared Croker. That's so, such a huge that's compliment. A, that's so nice lovely, of him to say. It's a lovely compliment. And this is the thing. Ja- we've, we've spoken to Jared on the show ahead of his 300th game. It was almost like he was a little embarrassed to talk about his 300th yeah. game. Like, he's a very humble guy who's just gotten on with what he does and he's played for the Raiders 15 seasons. It's pretty incredible. That is absolutely amazing. He's announced his retirement and the humility of him uh, I think directly ties into the timing of his uh, timed announcement um, because I'm going to read you another stat. Um, 4.17 million people watched the Matildas on Saturday. It's the largest sports broadcast of the last decade here in Australia. Uh yeah, we're in soccer, absolute soccer fever at the moment. No, we, uh, no, yeah. this this is you. You announce your retirement after fifteen seasons now because yeah. you want it just to happen quietly. You want it to be like <laughs> no, swept under the rug. Yeah, you, what you do want it to be. You're a very humble person who's like, you know what? I don't need a big fanfare. Here. Yeah. and we went. Well, you're not going to get one because we are obsessed with the Matildas at the moment. Obsessed. We are football fanatics of the highest yep. caliber. And yeah, I reckon Jared Crowe has gone like, I can leave like a thief in the night and sort of be like. Like, yeah, see, you, I just, see you guys. I had fun. Thank you so much for everything, and I've I've loved it. But bye bye. <laughs> this is absolutely. This is how different I am from Jared Croker. Obviously, I am not uh, capable of playing sport at even an amateur level, let alone a pro- elite professional level. For Fifteen seasons. So first difference there. Second difference. I'd want a ticker tape parade. Like I would wait mm. until the like this weekend is the final of the World Cup. I'd wait till the World Cup was over yeah. before I announce. And not even that. Wait till it was over a couple of weeks, and oh, then get into so now's the. Maybe I would even actually wait for the start of the next season and then just guess what guys not playing yeah. and then get my get my the parade I deserve. Make the entire yeah, make the entire beginning of the season about you. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, Willy yeah. Wony have yeah, some yeah. Willy Wony drama over Christmas. Fantastic. Like I think that's that's the way I would go. Yeah, very much not how Jared Croker's here. No, um, you, you can keep going though. Sorry, I interrupted you. So you keep going. <clears throat> you want me to keep going? Why, wh- well, you're like, I don't play. You're like, the, the differences between me and Jared Croker are like, I don't play professional sport and I would make this all about myself. I'm saying you can keep going. Sorry, I interrupted you. You can continue to list the reasons that you aren't Jared Croker. Like, you're not attractive. You're not strong. You're very slow. Okay. You have no yeah. cardiovascular muscles in your body, I don't think. He doesn't eat chicken nuggets for all of his meals. Uh he we don't know has that. People that we yeah, don't know. Honestly, we don't know we don't, that. But I've also seen him and I've seen you and I have a feeling that you guys aren't on the same diet. He's can universally say, loved by all of Canberra. Now we get it. I get what you're doing. I get oh, what you're doing. I'm sorry, can, can I again, just... I keep interrupting. This is your time. I show, <laughs> you You probably have a far more personalised list about yourself, the ways that you are different to him. So I'll you know, let you continue. You know what? The ways we are the same, though, is the, <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the one, of, one of the reasons that he said that he's retiring is, quote, the body's had enough. Yeah. And what I'm going to start doing <laughs> Now is using that as my excuse for everything. Uh, I don't want to walk. I don't want to walk, guys. I can't walk the dogs today. The body's had enough. The body just can't. Had enough. The body's had enough. Josh, I am finally getting around to something that I'm hoping is one of those things that, like, I've been putting it off for ten years, and it's going to take five days, and then it's going to be done, and I'm going yeah. to be like mad at myself that I left it this long. And I want it to be that because I have a feeling that it also could be the exact opposite, where it's awful and I'm like in pain and misery and I hate it so I'm like a little bit worried um my oh sorry 
No, no, I'm just saying that the pain and misery thing, I, I think this is, it's such different ends of the spectrum that I'm just wondering how you could possibly be going into this with such an unsure mind as to which yeah. end you're going to come out on. Like, you have some some semblance of, of security in that this is a good idea? Well, or you actually would be quite proud of me because very much unlike myself, I'm actually going to the doctors today to ask a medical professional of like, what's the deal? What's, good, what's going good on? Good, good, I'm good, actually good. going to yep. do something about it, whereas usually I just read and read and read on the internet of complete unreliable sources and then just eventually go, what's ah, really been much. troubling me lately is your uh, your chief physician has been Dr. TikTok yeah, and that's yeah. not good. That's yeah. really not good. No, it's really, really not because I'm like, I'm like, oh, wow. Well, he doesn't this, bulk bill. Yeah. Or uh, any doctor I do find on TikTok, I'm like, wow, they're giving all this way information for free and then I'll click on them uh, and then I'll look at their profile and they're like, hey, by the way, not actually a medical professional at all. And I'm like, oh, crap. I've really been basing. Just a guy. Yeah. I've been basing <laughs> the entire last month of my health on you. So that's really upsetting to find out. Like a, lot of, like a lot of things on TikTok, just a guy with a pleasing jawline. That's yep. really all I am. I'm yep. not actually a doctor. I have a, I have a white lab coat, and that's enough for most people on the internet. So <laughs> look at me go. Um, the thing I'm looking into is getting my tonsils removed. Tonsil, a tonsillectomy um, is what it's yeah. called. Uh, I've had problems with my tonsils forever, it's like since I can remember, even as a kid. Uh, and I used to get it all the time. It's sort of like dropped off, but like recently it's gotten really bad again. So I'm like dead set keen to get them taken out. It makes me feel sick. It's awful. Pretty much every single time Ned has been away from this show yep. that hasn't been COVID, it's been your tonsils. hundred like percent. You have this. You have this problem maybe two times a year where and you just have a big flare up and you, you lose your voice. You can't speak. You cough well, all the time. It's bizarre. I will change the record, as true as that may be. Uh, I get it at least fifteen times a year because that's why I'm going to have to tell this doctor so that they'll take them out for me. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It's so annoying though because some of the times I do get it and I don't even like. I can just get on with my day, but it's like I can feel it in my throat two days before I get it. I'm like, oh, I'm about to get really sick for two days. That sucks. So I'm like wanting to get it taken out. Mm. I've looked online because I'm like, tell me about it, internet. Like, what's the deal with a tonsillectomy? I've never really, I don't even know anyone who's had one or at least someone who's told me they've had one. So what the hell is the deal? I'm looking at all of this information and it's like um, super, super reassuring. Which is like really good because that's obviously what you want when you're going in for surgery so the and stuff. Not, the internet's not known for that when it comes to medical stuff. Like no. To, to actually make you feel better yeah. about something as opposed to cancer. It's cancer. Yep. Everything's cancer. And you that's it. You have a week. So get your affairs in order. And it's like, are you sure? And it's so like, the yep, internet we're sure. being reassuring. That's, yeah, it's a I'm reading here. So I'm on, I'm on literally Queensland Health. So like this is. I mean, pretty legit. I'm like not reading someone's opinion. I'm reading the legitimate, the Queensland government, their opinion on it. It has stuff in here like make sure that you're woken a couple of times in the night in case you need paracetamol. You may, Mm. using words like you may suffer from like an upset tummy. And I'm like, I feel like tummy's not very professional. Like you literally using the word tummy. Um, and also, we we just say make sure you're woken. What are you going to like have a live-in nurse or something? Yeah, like, how's that going to work? Um, I've realised tonsillectomies are like ninety percent for children. Is because when that that's when they get sick. Ninety like that's oh, this is the advice. Everyone this is the advice for children. It's like yeah. wisdom teeth. It's like most people get them out when they're kids, and so mm. all of the information I can find online is like it's for for small children. Chewy lollies may actually help your sore gums if you would like, but you are allowed to have icy poles as well.
<laughs> I'm like genuinely looking forward to it now because it seems like the the world is going to treat me like I'm a baby again. You're literally 28 years old yeah. and you get to eat all the ice cream you yeah. could possibly want. If you start suffering a headache, have some water because you may be yeah. dehydrated. It's like, yeah, that's sort of like life. I know that because I'm an adult. <laughs> you don't give me oh. any information I didn't know and I'm feeling like a baby now. Let's fly your yeah. mama. You gotta, you that's the person that's going to have to wake you up to give you your child's paracetamol for sure. They may cry be distressed, be awake and alert, or just be very sleepy, but do not be alarmed as your child will settle after a short time. Honestly, this is information for you, Josh, not me. Just say that <laughs> say that sentence again and I'll interrupt. Like, say that sentence again. They may cry, be distressed, be awake or alert, or just be very sleepy, but do not be alarmed as your child will settle after a short time. Yeah, what I've discovered in my friendship with you is you can replace the word child there with your Ned yeah. will return to normal after a short I'll amount send of you time. All that you need this information, not me. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, there's been a bit of a story that's happened over the weekend, which I'm very, very excited about. Um, it's occurred because there had to be a 911 call made over in the US, which is not a great way to start a fun story, but it all has a happy ending. What's happened is there is a three-year-old in Wisconsin that has gone out of his like his little crib, like his little um, cradle, and has decided uh, just across the road the place that he wants to head to more than any, like he's, he's a toddler, so he's made his way slowly over there. The police apparently arrived very, very quickly. They checked the basement, checked all this stuff, but across the road is a McDonald's, and mm. he has taken himself out of his crib <laughs> on a little, it says here, quote, a solo date to McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, this is absolutely something I would have done when I was three years old. Yeah. McDonald's was the happiest place on earth for me because we, when I was a kid, we didn't have it very often because we lived uh, in a suburb that was across from a suburb that had Maccas. So Maccas for me, when I was a kid, we grew up just out of Melbourne. It was like fifteen minutes away. So yeah, I, right. This was back in the olden days when there weren't 15 McDonald's in every suburb. Like, yeah. I literally, it was one in the town over. So, this would have been a full adventure. I would have had to take a bus to do this oh, adventure. I, um, yeah, I never got, my parents never got, I think I got McDonald's once a year. And it was when after me and my dad would do a day of charity work, he'd be like, all right, you can get a cheeseburger. I'm like, this isn't fair. This is, can every I ask other a quick question? to do it. Yeah, yeah. Did the day of charity work just involve chores with your dad? Because <laughs> no. maybe he tricked you yeah. into believing that he, you helping him was charity I work. I wish. We were going door to door collecting like coins with a bucket. I couldn't tell you what charity it was for, so it might have just been for my dad. I don't know what you're talking about. It's Greg. It was absolutely for the footy club. And he was telling you he was telling yeah. you it was charity to make you feel better about it. Yeah, and then he was like, here's a dollar. Go and get yourself a cheeseburger. But I here's never here's got a it. a nugget. I never uh, got it. But also, if it was across the road, my parents could never stop me. Like, I would just go yeah. there. The second I had, like, 50 cents, I'd be like, great, ice cream. Dessert's solved for the night. I just don't understand, though, what, what the toddler then does when he when he gets to me. So I'd probably, obviously, go to the playground. I don't think yeah. really... It's more about the playground. I don't think you really care about the food that much. I think it's no. more about the playground. But at the end of the day, too, the other thing is, are you, you're cute enough at that age to scam free food, for sure. Oh, 100%. Like you, yeah, yeah, you are absolutely still in the cute trajectory of yeah. scamming free food. Throw I think it stops... I think it stops around 10. I yeah. Think like, yeah, okay, so where are your parents and why, aren't, why don't you have money? I think it stops when you can, like, when you can no longer convincingly slip, like, du like replace letters in words with Ws. So if you go oh, up to a table and you go like, I'm really hungry, can I please have some chicken nuggies? If you yeah. were, like, 15, they're going to be like, what? No. Yeah, see, and <laughs> Whereas if you're I, nine, I, that would work. 
I have the ability of being in the studio and being able to see this. Ned was just stroking his beard yeah. while he was saying that. So, yeah, you can't say, can I please have some nuggies yeah. while stroking yeah. your beard? I'm yeah. hungry if you yeah. have facial hair. It's not going to work. <laughs> it's cool, man. Well, maybe get afterpay or something. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Like, get some cash. There's yeah. the counter. <laughs> yeah. Ned, please welcome producer Michael back into the studio. Hi. Well, I was going to say, what, you're me to welcome? <laughs> welcome back yeah. in, Michael. Why? why? <laughs> no. I'm not the <laughs> instrument of your own destruction. I want you to be a part of it. I'm not the maitre d' of this place. I, yeah, I'm not yeah, no. seating people. <laughs> this is not uh, like this. <laughs> table for roasting Ned? Yeah. Sounds good. Let's oh, all take yes, a seat. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I don't like Let's this all at all. take a seat. Okay, what's um, going now, on? So on Saturday night, we uh, all went to... I was, uh, I'm was. i in Slam Pro Wrestling. I manage Vinnie Bronson as part of the nefarious Bronson United, and it's a, it's a great bit of fun that we have, uh, and you guys come on down and watch most times when we do Slam, so I really, really appreciate that. Mm. Along, by the way, with 705 people on Saturday night as well, packing out the Southern Cross Club in Wyden. It was huge. I will say, um, though, it was you do become a different person at, when you're at the Slam. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I certainly... Something overtakes me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, what happens... You do like kicking people in the groin. Yeah, I, I yeah that, that happened again. And Luke <laughs> yeah. Watts copped that on Saturday night, so yeah, it's a bit of a shame for him, but uh, you know what? <laughs> Uh, the point here is yeah, we all did so that. Nothing. You're like, you know what? Footnote, let's move on. <laughs> the thing I was very, very excited about on Saturday night was that for the first time, uh, uh, Carrie's boys were able to come and watch on Saturday night. So yeah, it was um, the nine-year-old was there, the seven-year-old was there, and we were uh, apparently enthralled by the action in the ring, which was great news. They um, did seem like they were having a very good time. Now, you guys were sitting with them. I was obviously backstage during all of this. I... I was not aware how much the seven-year-old was captivated by it until we all went home afterwards and uh, producer Michael, Ned, myself, Mm. and the seven-year-old were in the lounge room and the seven-year-old started essentially wrestling Ned. Yeah. Yeah. And really kicking your ass as well at certain points. (laughs) Well, yeah, I was letting him win. I was not sure. (laughs) Yeah, sure. That is what you'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because there was certain parts of it where I'm like, I really could hurt you here. And it, and, if, if, and if you were my little brother, I would have very much taken that opportunity. But because I'm in a stranger's house and I'm technically two years away from 30, probably shouldn't be putting you on your ass. Because if that's you start crying... That's my partner and- of two years as a stranger. That's good yeah. But anyway, the point here is... Yeah. I- <laughs> Strange to me. <laughs> Stranger than my house. <laughs> I, I would say that this was a very, very fun back and forth between... Between you and the seven-year-old, and we were doing like the one, two, and all yeah. that. It was all good fun, right? We we're really going against the "do not try this at home" message. Um, the thing here is, though, I I'd say the only excuse for what happens next is maybe you were caught up in that moment because Ned does go into king of the kids mode, where he just becomes mm. a big kid and plays, and it's all fantastic. But the stupidity that was on display when we asked Ned to change something on the TV, Michael. Do you recall this moment? I do recall this moment. It was... It was unfair, by the way. It took way more of the night than I thought it was going to. This is unfair. I would like it to state for the jury that (laughs) this is unfair. This is not a fair characterisation of me. I know where this is going, and this is (laughs) BS of a highest (laughs) calibre. What happened was we asked Ned to get the remote because um, someone had bumped it on the couch and the menu popped up in front of everything we were watching on TV. And we were watching Gabby's Dollhouse and there is some intricate plot work in that. So we needed to get that back to full screen mode. Mm. And I said to Ned, just grab the remote. And I said, hey, mate, can you just push the back button? And Ned was looking around at the front of the remote. And I just went, just the back button, mate. Just the back button. So the big one that has the arrow that points backwards. I didn't say that, but I'm just explaining what the back button is. I just kept saying back button. And then, 
as sure as the sun will rise and set in the evening, Ned Elias Bruard, when I, said the back, when I said the back button for the third time, turned the remote around <laughs> to look mm. at the back of it as mm. if there was some secret button on the back of the remote mm. in what can only be described as the stupidest thing I've ever seen Ned do in person. Mm. <laughs> mm. Very, very... That's a shame. It is a truly a shame to hear it back like that. Yeah. <laughs> so my defence is that I think you were saying it too much to me. You were saying it's on. It's the, it's the back button. It's back the back button. button. I didn't ever said it's on the back. No, I that is the back. And button. I very much. I made sure I cleared that up. You didn't ever say it's on the back. You said it's the back button. It's the back button. And I thought he must mean it's on the back. Also, something that I'd like to bring to everyone's attention is that there is seemingly a solar panel on the back of your remote, just in case yep. what you run out of batteries and need to need to leave. The, the entire remote outside. I thought that was a battery. The battery, there is no battery in that remote. It literally is a solar-powered remote. How so you just w- leave it in the sun. You leave it in the sun. Oh, it I guess, yeah, sunlight like a comes year. through the windows. Yeah, I was like, what, do you leave it outside all day? That's But so don't try dumb. to distract from the fact that you thought there was no. a button on the it's back of I- the remote. And, Michael, can yeah. you're, you're in this for character witness here. Mm-hmm. Would you say that it is not unfair to say Ned looked like a chimpanzee that had gotten, like, a tool or something mm. when he looked at the back and couldn't see a back button? He was like... <laughs> the solar panel looked like a touchpad in my defense. <laughs> you looked more at home, like if I saw that, you should have been in the enclosure that we were at a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You looked like you are about to bang it on a rock, because that's how yeah. confused you were. <laughs> like, you were angry at the fact there was no back Oy. button on the back of the remote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as king of the kids, I'll slowly be turning the nation's children around on both of you, the two of you, making them <laughs> making you seem like be- villains and stuff. Because we actually ended up celebrating the seven-year-old as a hero, because he just took the remote out of your hand and pushed the button straight away. Yeah. He was like, it's this one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so next time we wheel, we are wrestling. I won't be going easy on him. I'll yeah, totally be leg dropping him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh, I said it before. I feel like I come to this show with a lot of problems about my dog. Uh, just so everyone's aware, I understand that all the problems he has are problems that I can fix. It's like it's not. There's no onus in him. He's not like growing up going like I'm an older dog now. I need it. I can't be eating my own poo. I need to be a bit more responsible. I can't be barking around the house. It's. I know it, it's all on me to train him. I think it's been a little while since a wholesale Lenny bitch session, so can we yeah. get like just a quick reset on Lenny? He's a staffy. He um, is a staffy. He's my staffy. I adopted him almost a year ago. We're coming up on our year-versary, um, which is going to be oh. very, very exciting. Um, but, yeah, he's a staffy pup. Uh, he's very, very cute. I love him very, very much. That being said, he sometimes causes me nothing but anguish. Um, this yeah. is not one of those things. This is more just like I... Knowing, no, I know who I am probably better than most, uh, and I don't know why I lied to myself and thought that I could do this, because yesterday was the exact thing that I was like, this is why I can't have a dog, especially if I live by myself, which I do. Um, I have an inspection coming up, so I need to clean my apartment. Yesterday, I was like, well, it was raining outside, nothing to really do, might as well just get some cleaning done, start vacuuming around. Um, and Lenny's not one of those dogs. He, he doesn't get like fully freaked out where he's like, uh, uh, he like re- wants to play with the vacuum cleaner. So he'll like run up oh, and okay. try and chew on the head. And then I'll It's go- an interactive play toy. Exactly. Yep. And then I'll like smack the ground a couple of times with it. And he'll be like, uh, 
he'll do that thing that dogs do when they've got way too much energy, and he'll be like, and he'll start doing zoomies around the kitchen. You know what? Seven-year-olds also do that. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very funny. Yeah. <laughs> Seven-year-olds and dogs are a lot alike, I'll say. Yeah, um, there are some similarities, yeah. But uh, so this is something that I should just probably go, look, put him in a separate room. And because I, I need to get this vacuuming done, otherwise it's not going to get done. As I said, I live by myself, so I'm the only one who's going to do this stuff. Probably should just remove him, put him outside, put him in another room. Um, I fully gave into it, like I do every single time. Um, I stop vacuuming straight away, and I like take the long part out, so it's just like the nozzle part, and I like start a at least 45 minute game of chasing him around and trying to vacuum up his tail and he's like running away and then coming back and then he's trying to chew the tube and I'm sucking it on my face to show him that it's not going to hurt and then I do it to him and he's freaked out by that and then I realise an hour and a half has gone past and I've not vacuumed at all and by this time I'm pretty tired so I kind of just don't want to vacuum and so no vacuuming was done yesterday. So she got it. I vacuumed so, him for 30 seconds, enough to get him excited that it was happening, and then we just played with the vacuum cleaner until it was like six at night. Okay, so yeah. there's a couple of things to unpack here, and one of them is why do you ever pay for anything? Why do you ever pay for any entertainment? Yeah. Why do you pay for tickets to anything? Like, if this is how easy it is to amuse you, yeah. why, why are you ever spending money on entertainment? That I, would be my question. I know this is incredibly narcissistic to say, but I have a feeling like lava lamps were specifically targeted for me. Like, I could just look yeah. at one and be like, yeah. whoa. Hang on, wow. whoa. what's going to happen now? Whoa, another oh, ball. Oh, oh, God. Look at oh. the colours. Yeah, it's smaller. Like it's incredibly, these are delusions of grandeur, but I have a feeling mm. they are targeted specifically to me. Well, sp- certainly delusions of grandeur because they existed 50 years before you were born. They but were I mean, at ready. the end of the they day, were yeah, yeah. It. <laughs> ah, yeah, I see. I For see. The arrival of the, of, yeah. of the lava lamp <laughs> messiah. <laughs> Josh on Friday. We had a big show. We had a big show on Friday. We had a, we had the, we had a uh, colossal show on Friday. Chief Minister Andrew Barr was in studio. You can have a listen to that. All you need to do is go search Ned and Josh wherever you get your podcasts. Also on our socials, you can see the video of us with Chief Minister Andrew Barr. But look, that's not what this is about. In, in as much as to say that the only reason we're talking about that again is because something happened while Andrew Barr was here that couldn't be addressed at the time um, because we had more pressing concerns. And that was producer Michael... Uh, confessed to us that he has never done the drop tower thing at Questacon. Yep. He said he's been to Questacon. He's had a walk around. He's had a look, but never used the drop slide, whatever they call it. I'm, is it, what is it, like a hanging slide? I don't actually know what they call is, it. Is, Mi- is Michael there? Yeah. He's, he's present. It's the, called you, the free fall. It's the free fall. Wow. So he even knows about it, but it's not done it. Are you scared, Michael? Is that what's going on? Or Are you, you a coward? Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, yes. well. There's, I mean, okay. there's certainly, there's, Josh there's certainly is, a line. Josh is very <laughs> confident, knowing he's many, many kilometres away. Yeah. Um, Are you a little little chicken baby? What's happening? <laughs> I think a chicken um, baby is just called a chick, but the, that's okay. The, the, what, what, why, Michael? Have you lived in Canberra for two years and you have not done this? The free fall at Questacon. This is something that is a rite of passage. You've been to Questacon and not mm-hmm. done it, which is even weirder for me. Well, because, and I feel like I've been through this, but for anyone who wasn't, who didn't hear it. On, fr- on Friday, I when I moved here, COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, the absolute depth of COVID. So, everything was shut. 
uh, Questacon reopens. Uh, I believe it was in the, I think it was Anzac Day long weekend last year. I went with my sister. She came and visited. We went to Questacon. Yep. The Freefall Slide had not reopened at that point. Mm. Sure. And and, so- and look, a lot of people a lot of people don't are choosing not to believe that. We've seen the social media blow up over the weekend because you wow. did mention that on Friday briefly. Yeah. And people are like, Michael's a liar. There's no way that's true. Why Some would Questacon be really open without out the Freefall like, Tower? It's, yeah. it's, no, that, that's absolute nonsense. I mean, it was closed, but yeah... Sure, sure it was. <laughs> it seems like it was closed in that Michael didn't check, and he was just like, "Oh, it I'm, sh- I'm sure it's closed." Him, it was so who were you closed. there with? You were there with your sister and your mum? Yes. Yeah. No, no, just my sister. Just your sister. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "I really want to see the slide," and Michael's like, "Ah, it's closed." And she's like, "It very much says it's open." He's like, "No, no, no, they close it around. That when I come in, they close it. That's what happens." Keep, like, the, keep the question, keep the questions up. Questacon's going to be closed. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. We're not going to go at all. I honestly think we need to get the hell out of here. Your avoidance of this has been disgusting. I'll say it. Um, you've you've lived. Words. You've yeah, lived say, in Canberra. Coward, and he <laughs> said your behaviour is disgusting. It really is because you've, getting... you've lived here yeah. for long enough now that this should have been done. This should have been accomplished, and the fact that it hasn't it sickens me. <laughs> I do agree to a sick extent that this is. It's sort. It's like the. It's the adult thing to do at Questacon because all the other stuff is very much like based around learning stuff and learning about science, families, and, and yes, yeah, families and kids and stuff. But the slide actually like does have a little bit like. When you do it, you're like, whoa, oh, okay, okay. It's a <laughs> like, rite of passage. It is a rite of passage, and it does seem like you have been, I don't think you're scared anymore. I think you're being too flippant with the city of Canberra. I think you've lived here for wow. too long, and you're just like, ah, Questacon, Schmestacon. It's like, no, you need to go and experience the whole thing. Well, I've done, I, I think there, there are other Canberra-fied things that I have Have you had good birds? Sorry? Have you had good berries? Have you had good berries? I have had good berries. Oh, I thought oh, it was that was so close. Uh, yeah, oh my yeah, god. Yeah. You I, were nearly you were nearly run out of town just then. I that is didn't awful. I didn't turn my heater on before Anzac Day. Well, wait. Good you, work. Good K- work. Kingsley, the same you, Anzac Day weekend that apparently the free fall was closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, 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 yeah, sure. Seems sure. like all oh, of this like you remember. Seems like you remember this weekend so clearly. What about Kingsley's? Have you had Kingsley's? I had Kingsley's before I moved here. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's incredible. The p- pulling power well, of those gotta, awesome chips. <laughs> you got to you got to remember Michael's from Adelaide, where the their local uh, their local is faster pasta. That's their that's the South Australian specialty. And so he was desperate to try anyone else's fast food. He was like, just give me anything. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is, you're not totally yeah, wrong. Yeah, I, was um, say, yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about Adelaide, and I do know that's somewhat accurate. <laughs> um, so look, remember how I said a second ago that a few people have reached out to us on social mm, media. Yeah. One of those people is Questacon. Oh, I was going to imagine a certain point. Oh, yeah, they'll either, they'll either reach out to tell us, hey, shut up about us, or <laughs> B, come down and just get on this slide. Michael, yeah, you really are going to be able to put your money where your mouth is about not being scared of this, just not being able to do it, because tomorrow morning on the show, we are going, I'm accepting it, Questacon's invitation to do the show from Questacon tomorrow morning. Oh, do yeah. the whole show from Questacon? Do the okay. whole show from Questacon, Sounds building to, to it ten, at 10 past eight, if Michael's got the nads, he's oh. going to do the free well, fall we, tower. Well, I certainly don't think he'll be backing out now, but I'm actually super excited. I love going well, no. to Questacon. 
This is the thing, Ned, because Michael is talking about a, a pure scheduling issue has been the only That's reason true. he hasn't done this. So yeah. we are going to find out. Obviously, tomorrow we've set this side of time. He's even going to be getting paid while it's happening. <laughs> mm. this, surely there's nothing but convenience now for you, I don't Michael. Know, there it would is, be no- it's, it's, a, it's a busy task running the show. Um, is it? I just, well, yes, it is, Ned. I was going to say, I don't know what I'm talking it, about. It I really don't have any. you two <laughs> dudes. <laughs> I, I was so yeah. close to swearing. Yeah, there's yeah, another yeah. D word there, but there's <laughs> a lot of... It's a heavy, heavy D. <laughs> I haven't heard a yes, I'm excited to do it yet. I, well, I Will you there be there, Michael? Yeah, there yes, I'll do it. Truth comes out. The truth. Yeah, okay. Yep. I'll okay. Do but there's, I'll do this it. wasn't excited, though. And that makes me think that at that Anzac Day a few years ago, slide was absolutely open. Slide was yeah. absolutely open. It, it and wasn't. He, I mean, why would it not nah, be? Absolutely. Yeah. It's worth yeah. the end. Sure. <laughs> the great lie is what we were referring to this is now. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canberra's Hit 104.7.